Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Success in farming is all about precision and efficiency. Ensuring every seed, every drop of water, every nutrient and treatment counts. TerraPlex Ag is helping farmers all over Iowa and the Midwest do just that. With precision ag-grown technology and support from TerraPlex, you'll boost your productivity and make timely and informed decisions, all while reducing your costs and increasing your profit. It's time to revolutionize your farming. Harvest the benefits with TerraPlex Ag. Visit TerraPlexAg.com. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. All right, welcome aboard. Williams and Bloom here on uh, Wednesday, the 10th of January. We are hanging out in the Wild Rose Casino Studios, fueled as always by our good friends at Cody Road. I had a Cody Road last night when I got back from Hilton Coliseum. Perfect night, six o'clock tip. Get home by ten. Roads Other, okay? Uh, no, nah, it w- wasn't great. Yeah, the, getting great. up there was not bad at all. Thirty-five. The road crews were now that road. We have to take between Bondurant. Yeah, I got to do something about who do we got. That to is talk a to hellscape. Not great. On uh, First Street, either one. Yeah, I mean it really doesn't matter. Water labor was bad because there's all of that country, you know, and it's just blowing snow and the black ice is you would think with our influence in that in this area we could figure something out there it's not happening the, <laughs> stay the hell off of that but 35 wasn't bad uh I think on the, the way home though 35 was getting pretty slick there was a lot of ice the crowd was simply huh. amazing i, I couldn't I, agree more couldn't agree what more. more can you say that crowd it was one of the great like sicko type crowds that I can remember. There's a lot of football games we've referenced. It's like, oh man, you got to be nuts to be out there. And that like we've had worse snowstorms. Like yeah. there's been Iowa State games with worse snowstorms. But the number two team in the country, no students. That crowd was insane when you factor in everything. Iowa State doesn't win it with win the game without the crowd. Completely agree. Also was really enlightening to me. I had a Houston guy sitting next to me who he basically runs like Houston Cyclone Fanatic. He's a fan psych guy. Yeah. Well, he said when the schedule came out, the one game he wanted to get to was Hilton. He's like, I wanted to see Hilton and Fog Allen. I don't know if they go there or not, but so he circled it and he booked it and and that was what he was gonna do. And and I was he couldn't believe and keep in mind this is a guy from Houston, right. Texas. Right. So like that was the worst snow. snowstorm he's ever seen in his life. Yeah. And he couldn't believe that many people 
were so that he had a couple of interesting takeaways that and then they're a pro sports town right and like i was explaining to him yeah well like these people who are here like this is like going to a texans game yeah this is this is it yeah this is the this is the main show that's how i you know worked through it with he he was really cool and really good guy we're going to do some work together when the two teams play in the future but really uh an incredible an incredible night i do want to thank our sponsor for mechdyne mechdyne corporation actually had a gentleman email me um wanting to make a job in korea with mechdyne after sunday night's podcast so that's awesome we love it when you guys listen up and hang out with us and you know um you actually engage with our advertisers that's one of our favorite things ever so appreciate that um the game i thought last night brent and i watched it i've watched it three times now because i'm you're live not, you're not play. normal yeah no, i'm not yeah. i'm not a normal human yeah like sue me i'm sorry what i love the clone it's, it's that was a fun one yeah I, I watched it i watched it back last night that first half specifically i think may have been the most physical half of basketball i've ever seen covering iowa state i don't like the latest and greatest thing i should but i ran upstairs and asked luch because he has the courtside seats and i asked him the same thing he goes absolutely he was telling people the same thing. That was a freaking brawl. It is always hilarious to me how it's always a freedom of movement thing in the non-conference. Yeah. <laughs> and then the calendar flips to January, and they're like, nope, put well, the cage on. That and the block charge thing, yeah, too. Yeah, I was like, like, what? It... Yes. I mean, they're literally, there was a hand, Houston was hand-checking on pretty much every every oh, drive. Not and, even, and they're hooking. They, they like, put, they're, they, like, they're hooking you it, all the way down. I, I mean, and they, when you do it all the time, again, it's that West Virginia, but they were, they're better defensively uh, than even those old Huggins teams. They I, were so good. I was, that was my takeaways. Awesome win. And Houston, Houston's got all the pieces. Houston, they really do. If I were you guys, I'm not, I don't give out betting advice. That would be a team I would put a ticket on right now. Hear me out. They've done really what did they then was the final four last year, right? Uh I believe so. Yeah, I think so. They've done well in the NCAA tournament. They've never been battle tested going into an NCAA tournament. I think this Big Twelve is going to make they're gonna lose five games probably in the Big Twelve. Yeah. Four game five, I don't know. Yeah, probably all on the road. They'll be better off for it in March Madness. They made the final four in twenty one. Okay. Pardon me. So two years ago. I just, I was blown away by then. Like, it's hard to come away from a game and be like, man, I love watching that team play defense. Houston, like, they were another level. And that's why down the stretch, it's like, I I tweeted this out 15 minutes ago, just felt like Iowa State was going to have to be damn near perfect at the free throw line to win the game because they were not going to score consistently in half court against that Houston team. Turn them over early. You got all those points in transition early. You built up the 14-point lead, and you needed every one of those things. But that's a hell of a win by Iowa State to finish it off at the free throw line. Got stops when you needed it. Defense played a lot better. What a win. And rebounded fairly well. I mean, you give up 11 offensive rebounds, but I thought, you know, specifically Trey King. Trey was great. there was, they challenged Trey a little bit after the Oklahoma game. Said, you know, we got to get you more than two. Re- I think he had two rebounds against in Norman. 
it was a very George Condit type he, stat line. And he, then he he was great. Like yeah. he he accepted the challenge and rose to the occasion. I mean, and even if you look at Iowa State, 0.92 points per possession on offense, which really isn't good. I thought the ball movement against that speed, quickness, and toughness was really impressive. I mean, Iowa State turns it over 12 times, which is good. And the ball moved, especially early. Now, they got a little – I think the legs got a little tired in the second half, and it turned in a little bit of the the Taman and Keyshawn just drive it in there and hope for a foul situation at, in the bad stretch. But then they recollected themselves and moved it okay. I, I mean, I thought – this is a – other than the Iowa game, and Iowa doesn't guard – I thought that was the best offense I I've seen against Iowa State play against a good team this year. That left me I really really encouraged for the rest of the year because you will not play a no. more physical team than that team, and and Iowa State managed it well. Uh, a couple takeaways too: Taman Lipsy and Momchilovich could play for anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys to think that that's, that's a freshman and a sophomore is crazy. Mm-hmm. But they so we're gonna get them both for four years, right? <laughs> Let's hey. We will collective.com. Um, but no, it's, it's, that's it's the first thing I thought of. I said this on my post game. I don't know if you listened to post game. I, I did not yet. I said, yeah, that after he hits that shot, I go, that was a really good shot for everybody, but Brent Bloom. <laughs> Cause that was like, holy shit. That's NBA stuff, that right? Was, like that was, wow. I mean, that's the thing is that that can't be guarded. He no. is starting to figure it out where, okay. I'm good enough that even against the best of the best, I can still get my stuff off. And if that's the case, the confidence starts to rise. Oh, my gosh. The the ceiling is incredible for Milan. But Taman played such a great game. And those two, uh, that's why I feel comfortable. When you have those two, you're always going to have a chance. And I think that's, they played great. I mean, they Taman turned it over four times, but Man, he against was, that pressure, though. Against it, that pressure, against those guards. Yeah, the sharp kid was great. I mean, made a really bunch good. of shots. But I thought Taman's all-around floor game. He was the best player on the floor, and it really showed. But you get Momchilovich the fade away. But in addition, then you get the stop, then you get the free, get the rebound, then you make the free throws. Huge. I mean, that's a tough spot for a freshman. And Momchilovich was was great. Can we talk Hassan Ward for a minute? Because oh. I just another the, guy. Well, this was our takeaway Sunday night from the Oklahoma game was don't panic. We think Milan will make a lot of those shots. We actually Lipsy won't go one of ten very often. If you go back and listen, it sounded like we knew what we were talking about, which is very rare. <laughs> we got lucky this time. Very rare. Well, the takeaway I had was like, man, I'm really encouraged by Ward. Um, if the Marion can give you just and he did it yep. last night. He didn't really collect many stats, but he gave you ten solid minutes on the defensive end, which is what Iowa State needed at that point. Yep. And then Jones continues to just be, you know what you're going to get from him. And we said Trey King was probably one of the worst games you'll see him play all year. You bounce back, and the bigs not only held their own, offense was going through them for a while. Yeah, you know, for sure. That, which is really encouraging. There was a couple big-to-big passes, which we the, haven't the, well, seen Well, Trey to Jones time. saved that the game. It did save the game. Yeah. Uh, Trey... Trey just made some really, really smart plays, and you needed him to step up, and he played 31 great minutes, got nine rebounds. That's exactly what you need from him. I mean, you go up and down. Iowa State needed everybody, and it wasn't a pretty game, but that's a game I firmly believe in years past. Iowa State stuck in the low 40s. I know you look at yeah, it only 57. No, I completely agree. But, man. But the they're, possessions, they're so slow. They were, it was a slow game. I mean, honestly, yeah. .92 points per se- points per possession is not terrible. I 
against Houston, and you only and you had some open looks. I mean, uh, when I look at this, Curtis Jones had two great opportunities to bury a couple, and I think as he starts playing more, those will start going into. Well, we he had a couple of those too. great passes to Ward. Yep. Both no, of those alley oops are from Curtis Jones, and no turnovers for him. So everybody that played uh, played valuable minutes, and just excited for this group. That was one of those where. You know, you, you you feel good about the team, but they still haven't had that marquee win. You're looking for that quad one win, that statement win, and and that was that. So not only does it help your resume, clearly, but now it gives you some confidence where you just beat the best team in the country via Net and Ken Palm. And that meant a lot more to TJ than than I think any of us were led to believe. He was uh he was extra fired, a little salty in the post game. I liked in a good way. In yeah. a good way. The whole well, nobody nobody is uh nobody's favorite over us on our home court. That that definitely resonated. That and I, I don't know I have no idea what TJ knew when he went up to that press. I doubt he saw anything from Calvin Sampson. But yeah, that was weird. His press he conference. Was, yeah. I don't kind of grumpy old man. Well, I just don't know Calvin anymore. Like, is that just how he is daily? They haven't lost be. yet this year, so I'm sure he was upset. Well, the free throw thing, you shoot 10 more free throws. Like, yeah, I'd be mad if I was on the road, too, and the other team shot But, the, 10 more. you know, they were settling for jump shots, Absolutely. and Iowa State was attacking. Like, that was the only way Iowa State was going to win. And Lipsy got to the line. You know, he missed the four free throws. Iowa State goes 18 to 22 from the charity strip. They were all misses by Taman. But mm. they, they were attacking, and, you know, Robert Jones goes 4 of 4 from the Just say, if he doesn't make go 4 of 4, you don't win the game. No. I mean, those were really, really big, big spots. But I, I, I don't know. I thought the game was very physical. I thought it was officiated pretty well, though. I mean, they were they, consistent, at least. They, it was the a, ones I hate, Brent, are when these big 12 games, we see it all the time in this new era of Iowa State basketball where they defend so much. Didn't see it as much during Fred's time. But they play so hard, and then it's like, the officials go into halftime and they go, we got to tighten it, Clean up. it up. And then it's officiated a different way in the second half. And I, I thought that these guys, you know, at the very least, were pretty consistent throughout the night. Yeah, I agree. Uh, to have only 31 fouls in that game is insane, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were just, more than 31 fouls. Oh, absolutely. It was, <laughs> That's all they called. It was fest. I mean, Ray, Ray Natilli was the lead last night, the official. He's one of the best there is. Um, he's been around, Gary Maxwell has been around a lot. They let him play, which, Hey, you know, I would rather that than a ref. Were, I was, I was yelling a couple times like, Hey, that's a hand. Like Taman was just getting chuck, Dude, chuck, was, chuck, but they, they didn't call it on either. There end, no so freedom whatever. of movement. There was zero freedom of movement. None of that. And then the, uh, Robert Jones, the, the fish hook, the fish hook <laughs> slash <laughs> arm bar. <laughs> and then you can go to the play on son. Reese Strickland from USA Today got an amazing shot of that. I put it up on my Twitter feed. Dunn has two fingers in Robert's mouth and is tearing him to the ground. <laughs> it was insane. And Reese had, like, the perfect angle of it. And it was disgusting. Like, the photo's disgusting. I, how do you not? You review literally everything. Oh. They called it right away. And then there was the other one. This one happened with like, I don't know, like 12 to play in the first half. Watson got a rebound. I don't know who the Houston player was. Oh, yeah. Extended, oh, yeah. extended his, his arms arm, and threw him out of bounds. Play on. Off of you, Watson. <laughs> Suck it up, kid. It was great. It was like a UFC fight down there. I want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check out gravitatecoworking.com for 
all of your co-working needs. If you, a lot of IT people use this. A lot of people who own their own companies that work from home use this. If you just need a change of scenery, we would highly recommend our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Our buddy Jeff Wood is a huge Iowa State fan. He supports the We Will Collective. I know really good people there. Also, my friends and Brent's friends at the Iowa State University Foundation, go to movewhatmatters.com where you could be a more well-rounded cyclone. Forever True Day is coming up just around the corner, so we'll have a lot of information on that. Maybe we can do a little Cyclone Fanatic Challenge uh, to see where we can raise the most. I like I'm, that. I like the I like band. That. I'm going to keep going all in for the band. Huge band guy. Here. Band, band you know what I was wondering at the bowl game? Why? We've evolved in all these different areas. Uh-huh. Why do the baton girls mm-hmm. still wear next to nothing if it's 30 degrees out? Is it a freedom of movement situation? Potentially. Like if you had the, couldn't they these? just wear like? Because I'm a, when the baton girl became a thing, I'm guessing like tights weren't. You know what? What, what, what are you? The leggings? Like can't she wear leggings and like a cyclone I'm, shirt? I'm fine with that. Now, is it necessary for her to be half naked is, out there when it's so cold? What is the history of baton twirling? I don't know. It had to be a there had to be a circus connection, right? Like Ringling Brothers or something. I mean, it's got Because who said, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to throw a stick up in the air, and I'm going to catch it. And then I'm going to do, like, leg whips in between. What a way to live. Uh, baton twirling started in Western Europe and Asia. That seems about right. Created baton twirling when he established Millsaps College in Mississippi. How about that? After the Civil War. Seems like a baton, communism thing. Baton, baton twirling originated in Mississippi. Would not have been my first guess, everybody. I could see Stallion, Stalin over there creating this thing. Yeah. he's Who's the like grandfather of communism? Would, would that be him? Karl Stalin. Karl Stalin. Stalin. Connor Stalin. Stalin. Connor Stalin. 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 Yeah, Pre-World Mark, War II. The correct answer yeah, yeah. is Marx. Who is Marx? <laughs> well done, intern Aiden. Well done, yes. Over there. No longer the intern, but he'll always be an intern in our heart. What? Do they, I was, why don't they do the baton? Do they do the baton twirler at Hilton? No. Why not? But there were a lot of people concerned that that about, old guy at halftime that, was going to I mean, he's got to hang it up. Like that, I'm over What that. if he would just die in front of all of us? Do you, does the game go on? I have a bunch of people I know. You know our old uh, because GM? The guy, he was on a chair, right? Our old GM at KMA Radio, Mark Eno, you know? Yeah, yeah, I love, big fan. He took a van full of kids to the WWF event back in the day when Owen Hart fell from the top of the... It, it was at Kemper Arena. Yeah. The legendary no, Kemper Arena where Owen that. Hart fell. Yeah, I think people know that. And just yeah. died the show, in the middle of the... the and they were the all there. It happened right in front of all of them. Can the you imagine seeing that? I think I would have left. But probably they didn't know he past anyway i don't know i think it was pretty evident can we why why do we halftime show wise why do we have to do like near-death experiences it's very nerve-wracking yeah i'm like give me the dogs that catch the frisbees yes like who says no <laughs> but that I, guy I, I don't i was uncomfortable it makes me uncomfortable anyway and or when they get the kids involved like there was the one guy who like balanced stuff and the kid got it's like get get that's, your kid out that's of child endangerment stop it at least this yeah, guy was on his own. Yeah, if we did that in our front yard, 
oh, Bondurant's finest is coming yeah. to, hey, knock that out. Stop it. <sighs> it was a good right. day yesterday. Yeah, great day. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, Iowa State's adjusted defense is back to third in yeah, Ken Palm. Yeah, good numbers last night. How and uh, Milan was really good to Milan. Uh, Holy, you smokes. know we 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 talked about this on Sunday. It's just where does he end up? We knew it would be a learning curve, but that was a really his footwork looked great. I thought last yeah. night, especially when I watched it back, held and his own, slowed things down just a little bit. Probably, uh, where do we put the uh, projected Ken Palm defensive ranking now? Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> That helps a lot. So we overreacted probably to the first game. Do we we yeah, risk I, overreacting well, T, to this one too? T, the TV crew going back on the replay. T, TJ told them we're not going to be as good defensively this year. Like he said it. So it's not like we're we're wrong. No. Uh, no, I don't think I, we are you're, wrong. You're, and and offensively, obviously, it's just going to be better. It's going to be more possessions. I do, th- and they're not they're not going to have as many games like that where you need every single stop. No, I'm going to guess the most. That's an extreme last yeah. night. Some of these games will get up up in the 60s, They 70s. won't score in the 50s very often I don't think year. so. I would be surprised. Even if in they, losses. But totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, interestingly, though, because um, my this to me before the, the game, I already had Iowa State as one of the last four in before the game last night, which, again, you look at it, how can you? how is that the case when Iowa State is, what were they before the game, 18th in Ken Palm and 12 in net? Because obviously it didn't have a yeah, signature but, win. Yeah. Now they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you're going to start seeing Iowa State pop into not only the bracketology stuff, which is meaningless right now, but then I'm going to guess if Iowa State takes care of business on Saturday, uh, you could see the ranked Cyclones come Monday. Well, and, and that one too, we you didn't want to overreact if they – we talked about this, the old Eric Heft line. Well, it's, it's must win until – well, what if you lose? What if you lose? <laughs> well, you know – and state which did not did not last year yeah did not work out well last year so that's a huge assumption they're going to be a double digit favorite in that game yes so let's assume then you start two and one well then if you start two and three you're okay you know wet but if you lose last night a one and four start feels very different Without and now you've got this win over a top ranked team in your back pocket, yep. like it just changed everything. It does. It just gives you it gives you so much more breathing room because that win will remain. Houston's not getting out of the top ten all year. No. I firmly believe that. And so that that win's going to look great. It wasn't a question with you know I thought Oklahoma was good for sure, but you did you, you weren't sure if they were going to end up ranked top twenty top twenty five. I, I for a fact Houston's going to remain there. So. Um, Speaking of, you reminded me of one of my favorite quotes. Did you ever watch Under Siege 2, Dark Territory? No. Steven Seagal. Is that a submarine movie? Uh, it's a train movie, I think. Uh. Anyway, the quote is, uh, Assumption is the mother of all F-ups. So I'm going to okay, well, assume that they pocket. lose. <laughs> so at least you're one and four. Don't assume is the point. It, at least you have a win over a top team. Yeah, and now you look at it, Oklahoma State, and then uh, you go at BYU at TCU, and BYU played well, but as expected, lost to Baylor by ten last night. And then TCU has a fun one today, locked in on that game. They, as they get Oklahoma, super interesting game at home. 
But now you start looking at it. Ken Palm's got Iowa State back to eleven and seven in the league. Let's and do her. And you do that, CW. You get you go eleven and seven in this league with a win over Houston, and maybe you mix in a Kansas and, and somebody else. You're you're right back where we thought preseason. That's a three to five seed. Let's do our Wiffles hybrids. Big I got my hat seven. on. See All right, Bloom's rocking the Wiffles hybrids hat here in the Cyclone Fanatic Studios. I'm planting my independence, if you know the what I mean. The Wild Rose Casino Studios. Sorry we couldn't go live. Our studio internet wasn't great today, so we didn't want to risk like starting the show and then getting kicked off, and then it screws it up for the podcast audience, and it just... It, Aiden had one job. You know, make sure we're ready to record. It's literally what you get paid for. Is it the ice Were storm? we this... or were we not ready to record? He's right. Well, we're not here for the people. Live. I'm it's just kidding. Live. It's is not it, Aiden's fault. Is it Do we have snow, snow issue? I don't know. It's a weird deal. Like, it's been off and on all day, so I don't know what So our office is in a... So a we're of opposite of them, but it's like, yeah, I think a lot of people are working from home. I, I, I don't know. Wiffle Cyber's Big 12 segment. I, I, darn it, I thought my uh, my Cougs, actually, that I have told you to fade for weeks now, and BYU is now 0-2. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not saying I know everything, but I'm not dumb. Uh, Baylor goes to 2-0. and Staved them off. BYU had a six-point lead. Yeah, well, I wa- Jalen Bridges was was awesome. Which they Wait, need twenty five. Yeah, they need him to be good. Um, Jacoby Walters, a top ten pick, but he's kind of been spacey at times. BYU, do they get to five hundred in the league? I don't think so. I don't either. I think they're I like know. six wins. They got they shoot it well. It's it's the the difference between BYU and Houston is hilarious. It's two separate ways to play the game of basketball. Yeah, uh, Houston's just gonna. I won't, I was just spacing movement a lot like Hoiberg's teams, and they got some shooters. It was interesting. There, Mark Pope got teed up at a bad time last night. Kind of cost him. Can you explain this to me? Even with a twelve and three now, so this is factoring in their zero and two start in the Big Twelve. BYU is one and two in quad ones, mm-hmm. one and one in quad two. They're still fourth in the net. How? Well, is it just margin of victory against all those like quad two wins that they had? Exactly. Or they had one quad two win. So quad three wins. Is that it? uh, Yes. Because they, they, their strength of schedule is better than Iowa State's and they beat them similarly. Yeah. So they beat a lot of like mediocre teams where Iowa State was beating bad teams. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So you, and then then that win over San Diego State is real nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nine point win. And San Diego State just seems good. really inflated for it, them. It is, and it's going to start trending. They're going to, they're going to continue to. Houston's still one in the net, even after losing to Iowa State. Cyclones are eleventh, so they they moved up one spot in the yeah. net after and, that. And, and the Ken Palm didn't budge much at all, which which is no. to the point. The net and Ken Palm don't care really if you, to an, to an extent, just analytically, if you win or lose. It's how competitive the game is. Six Big Twelve teams in the top twenty in the net. Yeah, I you know two games in, there's sixteen left. I after seeing a lot of basketball, there, there's I think Iowa State can be in this thing down to the end. I do now, too. Now, are they going to win it all? I I would bet against it, but I think they're definitely in the top top four or five conversation as expected when the season started. They showed me a lot on 
Tuesday night. But you got to keep doing it, you know? Like, yeah, that's but the... they, they showed, like, what was the question? What did the question that... Yeah. And I wasn't a skeptic. I thought they were a good team. I, I told you on Sunday night I'd take Iowa State's talent over Oklahoma's, right? Like, all this is true. But I was talking to Milan after the game, and, and he said it, too. He's like, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but until we won one of these games, yeah, you like, know. you know, we don't know, and, and it was a really big deal. To see them defend the way that they did in the half court, and not only... but. To defend for twenty five seconds then, and at then a time, rebound. Yeah, like well. I, I was, I was really impressed. Yep. I was I, really impressed. I do of, think uh, Saturday is a nice little test for him, though, to bounce back. You know, that not only have you not had a big win, but you've never bounced back, and now you're a double digit favorite over a Big Twelve team, over a good coach, where you still don't have your students back. Now yep. we could be in the same spot weather wise on Saturday. There's another snow. Coming. Oh yeah. For uh, why do we live here? Because we love it, Bloom. You know, I will say... Cause I Where thought, the hell else would we I live? I was thinking about this. I don't want to live anywhere else, when, but right here. When Iowa State men's and women's basketball is good, it makes uh. winter so much more tolerable. It's oh, it's the most... Mo- it's horrible. <laughs> I, that's why when I say... Honestly, like the uh, whole, like convulsions, the, the, collect, thinking about the collective it. thing is like I want Iowa State to be competitive because it makes my life better. And to what be competitive, would you, do? you need better players. It's really hard to run a collective if you suck. Yes, you need yes. You know, no. It's just say if people think, hey, why am I? Well, hey, because it helps your quality of life. Well, Brent, I see it. Anytime Iowa State loses, we'll lose like five subscribers. Yeah. Like, and we're like, we're a fan site. Like we we don't have anything to we're, you know like it, do you want the information or not I mean that's kind of what it is we don't have control over the wins and losses so much like better, you though, do so much better when for this whole area when Iowa State is doing well. oh you just feel better like today was like everyone had a, a little bounce in their step today I was up at four a.m. doing backflips I'm go. kidding let's go um okay so Wiffles hybrids Big Twelve segment here plant your independence plant Wiffles baby Texas. Uh, staved off. Yeah, they went for them. Yeah, at, they, were at the under, Cincinnati. they were the underdog. Um, so they won that game. Both those teams are one and one. Kansas State improves two and zero. Oh. They West Virginia is really bad, really bad. Like they're they actually led at halftime in that game, but it was Kansas State outscoring them forty one twenty five in the second half. You remember they they hired that interim guy. Yep, he, he's. He's not going to be the wah, permanent, wah. permanent solution. The uh, I just want to really quick look at Iowa State's schedule. What is the West Virginia situation? Play West Virginia at home, so that should be a win. Yes. I'm trying to who who does Iowa State double up with? We know that they double up with BYU. We know that they double up with Oklahoma, TCU, and Houston. Uh yes. God, I, you couldn't. That that game at Houston on the nineteenth of February. Oh. That that projected score right now, is that right? Seventy one to sixty. Houston. Well Hey. I'll tell you this. Go my, one on one against those guys are good. My old man was hilarious. I, I called him last night on the way home. I often do after home games when I'm driving home because I know he's just just amped up yep. and wanting to break it down. Like me, and I go, what are you doing? He goes, well, what else am I doing? I'm taking a fucking ice bath after watching that game. <laughs> I was like, eh? like, jeez. And play K-State twice as well. 
So you maybe split that, split BYU, hopefully split Oklahoma. You should beat West Virginia at home. Yeah. Yeah. Tech at home. Cody Bennett, UCF. I'm just looking yeah. for road wins. Is yeah, the biggest it's, thing. It's right now on the road. Iowa State is is favored. The only non quad one or two game left on the schedule. There's two of them: the Oklahoma State and the B in the West Virginia, Virginia games. Yep. So every other win is like quality, where you're gonna get credit for how yeah, you perform this, in those again, games. Last night changed the whole dynamic for this team. And not again. If you lose, it's not the end of the world, but it just gives you so much more breathing room come March time. Not now it's in my opinion, it's less of are you gonna make the tournament? It's more of, you know, how good could this season be? Don't want to date this too much because I want people who listen on Thursday to not be thrown off. But tonight's games, so Wednesday night's games in the Big Twelve, Kansas at Central Florida. Hmm. And then um, um that's interesting. Oklahoma at TC. And that's a, the great thing, and this is why I love this time of year is there's a game every single night yes. that you have some interest in and you're, agree. you're not quite sure what your interest is yet because I mean, probably want UCF to win that game. If you had to pick because the more losses for Kansas, the better if you're trying to win a, a regular season championship. Um, but like that, that TCU, uh, TCU game with Oklahoma, not sure TCU and Oklahoma, both are there with Iowa state of like, could be there at the end may not be, but it, it tells you a lot. And you know, you look at both of those point spreads, gives you an idea of what what people think about squads in this league. Kansas is favored by eight, and TCU is favored by home by five. Uh, I just think this year it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for a lot of teams to to win on the road. You know, I've kind of said that all along with Iowa State, and uh, that, that's certainly the case. Fourteen uh, nothing, Houston was a little shell shock going into Hilton. Some good ones on on Saturday, just peering ahead, Oklahoma at Kansas. Got Houston at TCU and Cincinnati at Baylor. So yeah. pretty good, pretty good slate of games on on it, your Saturday. And interesting, this adding this is kind of a duh. Adding four more teams means you have two more four more conference games every week. More more to watch. And next year you're gonna be adding more teams. Yeah. Exciting. All right. Let's um move on and talk about tonight's women's game. Um Put this at the end because that way the people who, well, and who are listening on Thursday, this is pointless. So you can <laughs> you can stop listening at this point because you're making this, a prediction. This you're going to sound really smart. Well, this or game not. already happened. So really important couple of games here for the Iowa State women. Not in the sense that it's like any must wins or that, but it's like, all right, uh, this has been fun. Three and zero start out you know, out, out kicking any expectations. Now it's on uh, 24th ranked West Virginia in Hilton Coliseum tonight, 630 tip ESPN plus women get Baylor on Saturday bloom. This is a huge stretch here for the women. Not again, you're going to be fine if you lose these games, but this could be a statement type game to find out where these teams are. Yeah, I mean, this for is this team specifically. It's like for those freshmen. It's like, why do you come to Iowa State to play games. games like this? Absolutely. This is, this is this is it. And I know they're going to be ready to go. West Virginia is really good. New coach this year and Mark Kellogg. Uh, you know, they, they hadn't lost until last week. Did did he replace the guy who was there forever? No. Uh, so there was, there was somebody in between. There was somebody in between, and then yeah. she went to Minnesota, okay. I think. All right. Um, yep. But this clearly, 
didn't play a whole lot in the non-conference, but West Virginia won them and won them convincingly. This is going to be a tough game tonight. And then obviously Baylor's really good. So if you've ever thought about, hey, you know, making it up to see the women, Saturday is the perfect setup. Hopefully the weather's okay because you get the women at noon, um, go to your favorite watering hole, good names, lager, and then the men play at five. They've won eight of nine with their one loss coming to a top five team. The Iowa State women. Yeah. I mean, just putting it into context, what they've done, you know, and in that eight of nine, it was a road game at St. Thomas, whatever, but still a road game, Uh, you know, beat Northern Iowa and then three big 12 teams. It's not not exactly like the men's schedule. Look at Addie Brown's numbers during that run. It is crazy how good she has been. And I'm glad she's starting to get some love what made Big 12 freshman of the week this week. I mean, just take a Big 12 play seat up. 24, 8, and 3 against BYU. Against Kansas, 14, 13, and 4. Against Oklahoma State, 29, and 5. I mean, this well, is, this is, those are our first three games as a Big 12 player. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What would you have thought if I would have told you Preseason bloom on January 10th, Audie Crooks will be the leading scorer at 16 a game. I would have probably not believed you. What's crazy. But she's not even that playing that many minutes. That's the point I was about to make yeah. is she's only playing 21 minutes per game and, and averaging that. It's really her efficiency is off the charts. Yeah. It's uh 62% from the field. Obviously, a lot of those are right around the basket, but the thing with her, she's a, she's an okay free throw shooter. Yeah, she's held a around, lot of gotten bigs better. in both men's and women's game are bad free throw shooters. She's right around the sixty percent mark, so she's getting a lot of cheap points there. Let's uh, let's fill up Hilton. I know tonight will be hard. Wednesday night weather not great, but Saturday again Baylor. This is this is this is who you got to beat. Like the and and is it always fun to beat Baylor? Yes. Dream day on Saturday Dream if day. you're a clone. It's, this is perfect. You go to the women's game. Top five team is in town. You win. Win that one. You go and sit at Welch Avenue Station with Brooke Burke. There is or, Ames Lager there now. Yes, they have Ames yep. Lager there. I've, I've had it there before, actually. I uh, took the Ames Lager back to Clorinda for family Christmas last week. Gave it to my brother-in-law, Nick, for the first time. Big he, hit. he enjoyed it. Yep. Although I couldn't find it in the local grocery store down there. So I may have to... We're, we're still working on so we're starting to roll it out in some uh restaurants things. that's huge yeah it's like boulder tap house has it on tap oh, now very cool there, any other new spots that you want to promote uh 
while I'm promoting, the We Will Pizza is now available at the uh, State Street in Ankeny Hy-Vee. I haven't had it yet, have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, is it I, good? I like it. That's when I cook. That's what I make. That's my good? dinner. It's what good. kind of pizzas do we have? All of them. Whatever you want. We got cheeseburger. We got, we we got need to pepperoni. Do, we, we got I'm telling breakfast you the, pizza. The breakfast for tailgate season will be huge. It's, it's the best, pizza. best frozen breakfast pizza I've ever had. That's... We're getting we're getting in more stores. I got Are my gonna, guy. We just need to keep doing like, oh, it's we will popsicles. Uh, hey man, we will. If, people will buy it if it keeps Rocco backed and Milan Momchilovic. I was going to say, can I we just do have, whatever we we can do? Can we just make a Milan Momchilovic soft drink? <laughs> Everything goes to keeping him. I don't even drink I, pop, but I will. I will if it keeps if it keeps Milan, Milan Momchilovic. Get the fate, call it the the fade away in Ames. Oh, it all adds up. Did you see? I want to make sure I give proper credit to the gentleman who did this on Twitter. Oh, the Larry Bird. Oh my God, it was Nowitzki, Milan. I want to give credit to whoever that was because it was one of the most incredible tweets. I, I just I retweeted it and I said simply, "It's perfect." Uh, Dubs nine sixty four. Way to go, Dubs. Way to go. I was proud of my tweet. I I in the Wayback Machine. Marcus Pfizer had a fadeaway dagger against Kansas in 2000 in, in the fog. Very similar situation. Nice. Shot clock winding down. It was from the other wing. Not quite perfect, uh, but that, that came to mind for that Milan shot. Very cool. And then Monte had a fadeaway against Texas in the Big 12 tournament. It was kind of a fadeaway. Fadeaway-ish. Haven't been that many shots like that. That was a big-time shot. Huge shot. Not the last one he'll make either. That was... Again, I'm, I, I try really hard the older I get not to be latest and greatest guy. That was one of my favorite wins that I could recall well, in a long and, time. And we're getting, really fun. Well, he, and this is a good thing, but we're getting spoiled. I mean, TJ's now defeated, what, 10 or 11 top 10 teams, which is wild. I mean, see, there were times I was like, the, and again, not to pick on McDermott because he, he's clearly had success everywhere else. Iowa State didn't beat a ranked team for years. For, and TJ's, yeah. he's 10 top 10 teams in two and a half years. It's like sometimes you got to take a step back and go, wow, this is this is really impressive. And then you, you also factor in how college athletics has changed and TJ and staff are still getting it done. I mean, kudos to everybody. It, and what TJ said after the game, why he was extra emotional, he said, I'm just grateful for all of us, everyone that got us to this point. Because it's, you know, at Iowa State, it's not easy. Well, you always say it. You know, it's it's, it's never easy. But it makes games like last night that much more enjoyable because you realize the hard work and the commitment it takes to get Iowa State to beat a good team like that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's not the last good moment of this year. I don't think it will be. Uh, but it just goes to show that, you know, even in this this new era, Iowa State can can more than hold its own. And if you're a if you're a top five seed in the dance, you just beat probably the best team in the country. Why mm-hmm. not? You know, you get hot in March and March is a crapshoot. But it just proves to this group that. We can be as good as anybody. Uh, all of our women's basketball coverage at Cyclone Fanatic the rest of the way is brought to you by our friends at the Caliber Company. Um, I'm a huge fan of this company. We're actually sitting in one of their buildings right now. Uh, they own the standard yeah. here in Ankeny, CaliberIowa.com. It's a good, good inventory for them. Well, they've got all sorts of stuff. They've got um, you know single home stuff. They've got commercial real estate. Um, they are going to be introducing the West light in Waukee, uh, Hickman road. Uh, they, they got all kinds of stuff and I'm going to be telling you about them here throughout the women's basketball season. If, if I was 
uh, a recent college grad and, and single like I once was, man, I would have had all sorts of luck if I lived in a caliber place rather than where yeah. I lived. Remember that place you lived I, in Urbandale? The place I lived in was a low budget. Oh, my goodness. And the guy who lived next, it was, it was for low income people. Because <laughs> when I started this job, I was making like $20,000 a year with no benefits. It was, Wait, I mean, we, I'm just scraping around. I thought we were living high on the hog, though. Well, the guy who lived next to me, and he he ate curry all the time. <laughs> so, seeped, like, it seeped through the. No, I had a real problem. All my, like, clothes smelled like curry. Like, it was horrible. It was I had really a terrible experience. My place in in West Des Moines, the my, my wall neighbor. Yeah, your place was like the it was like the rich neighborhood over there. Yeah, it was, but I, I shared. It was nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. Not where I, I was. lived with my twin brother and and uh, our guy Josh. But uh, yeah, that was fun. I used to meet you guys the, over at Legends yeah, and Fiftieth. Yeah, it, yeah, a lot. To, uh, yeah, but the old the, days. The neighbor had played like the clarinet or the, oh. the recorder, the flute. And maybe it was a flute. I'm not quite Woodwind. sure. Woodwind. It was a woodwind. Yeah. And so I could hear it. I could hear it. It's hard to sleep. Yeah. It was like Benny Hill before <laughs> Benny Hill became a thing. So anyway, caliber. Do you remember that video better, I found? A lot better quality. That one year the the girl playing the clarinet to the Benny Hill song. Yes. We'll bring it back on Sunday. Good stuff. How about double the juicy wiggle last night too? Yeah, what'd you think of that? I mean, you play the hits. I I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm People liked not being it. critical. I just, Our guy Brian Warmy. Yeah, Doc Warmy was. Doc Warmy had Wormy. so much TV time last <laughs> he night. He was all over the place. I texted him when I was watching the game back. I'm like, "Did you know somebody on the camera crew? <laughs> They've just <laughs> like, been sitting there." Let's show Doc again. Doc Warmy from the McFarland Clinic. Sure. Yeah, he's one of our one of our good guy, phenomenal guys. Yeah. Helped me out with my shoulder, but yeah, really good, really good stuff. All right, so the women. Um, Let's make a prediction. Do you think that they get one of two? I do. Okay. Which would be huge. If you can yeah, just get one of two. Get one of two, man. That, that, sign me up. You, you already have two road wins. You go, if you get both of them, then you're. Feels like I, West Virginia is the more likely. I would agree. Although Baylor, you know, Baylor's good. Uh, but again, Hilton Call seems a different animal, completely different animal. So I, Dude, I, it's, uh, I will say this, and I'm kind of piggybacking a point I made earlier. As far as Houston goes, and you made a tweet similar to this last night. So, this like I'm bullish on Houston long term because I I they're going to be they'll have more losses than they normally do. Correct, but they'll be better off for it in March. I will say this: that team wanted nothing to do with that crowd in the first half. Yeah, it took them. You know, they obviously they got down fourteen nothing to start. But it they, took them a while to settle in with what that crowd was offering. They couldn't dribble. I mean, yeah, they 12, were frazzled. 12 first-half turnovers for a team that turned it over 10 times a game. That mm-hmm. won the game. That's why I say the crowd won the game. Mm-hmm. If, crowd and free throws. Crowd and free throws. Absolutely. That's, a, that's a great point. And, uh, but that's why, you, that's why conference basketball is so great, is you get the legit home court advantage and – Iowa State shoots 10 more free throws, I think, a large part because of the crowd, because it, it was the aggressor early in the game. And uh, that's one of those ones. You know, where does it go down in the all-time? I mean, technically, there's a lot know. of them. I don't know about that, but, but yeah. It, it was it, for this team. I will say yeah. this. that I think for the people who were there, uh, it had a different been. type of vibe at tip-off. And I, I was joking about this, but it felt like the people who were there 
took the day off because of the snow and just had some beers. Stay drink. I will say this. Johnny's was full early. Like, I think a lot of people just didn't go to work, and they're, and they're like, well, and they're six like, o'clock tip. Make sure you get there in time. Yeah, we'll get, get there, there early. Well, and that's another thing, and this is nobody's fault. When it snows like that, the parking lots are a nightmare yeah. because you can't see the can't lines. See the lines. You can't even see mm. the line, can you, Russ? <laughs> but you want to get there early because if you don't, your parking spot, like, it, it's hard to find spots when Good the point. snow is like that. If you, you everyone knows what I'm talking about, yep. we've all experienced this at Hilton. Yep. I think a lot of people were there tailgating and it, and, it, and it was kind of a like it five minutes before tip on the clock it was like shit there's nobody here it when that thing hit zero it was like twice as many people were in that arena yeah. and they were amped by the way when Sightown oh, comes God. to play that oh, it's gonna be a game it's change. gonna be that 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 is exactly why Sightown will succeed nights like that you get there get there at two in the afternoon yeah hit up hit up Sightown I hope that Get there's some good businesses that want Cyclone Fanatic because we could do some pregame. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff, that stuff like that. Yeah, there's a lot of cool opportunities. I mean, that's where it's like, gosh, there's there's so many good things happening with with Iowa State, and you know, winning like games like that helps helps everything. TJ gave a great answer. Our 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 buddy Jacqueline asked him a question about his reaction after yes, the game, and he I question. thought his his response just how hard it is to win, and how far beyond if it goes than just the players Correct. and the coaches. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. And wins like that are ones that you're you just you just remember. And last night was special, not because it was nice to beat the number two team in the country, but it was the physicality of that game, which is just different. It yep. felt different. And then I again the crowd made it special. Yep. Just very um it was yeah, it was a validation of everything you're doing. And, you know, not that anybody was second guessing this team after losing Oklahoma, no. but it just gives you. I mean, but we probably right track. would have had they lost. If you're that too, it just yeah. it makes it a little little bit more difficult. And yep. it's just, you know, much younger team than the last two. The last two years. Honestly, like I, I would give the comp a little bit to Iowa football, like in the sense that their possessions are so low. Defensive or you're gonna be just in almost run, every you're gonna game. run into a couple wins, but you really don't know how good you are because you're you're purposely uglying up the game. Well, this team now it's like you can when you're really good you're gonna look really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. It, it might make their life a little more difficult on the road. Like I, I the, this team will have more double digit losses than the last couple so of too. years, mm -hmm. but their high end is just so much better. And to see them do it yep. against a team like so, that just made everybody. Little sigh of relief. Got the baseline. I think to Iowa State to hit that next level, a um, couple things. You need you need Keyshawn to play a little bit more under control. He there was times he was really good last night. Uh, he his he confidence, was, the confidence in his jump shot. It he passed up a couple open looks that, and I know we can make them, but that's that's a question mark for me right now. And then getting something from Curtis Jones or Jackson off the bench, being you, you're just not gonna. Be, Chris, you're not going to win many games making only three threes. And I know Houston's really good defensively, but that obviously it's got to do a better job of of making those open looks when they're there. Well said. All right. Well, that is our uh, Wednesday pod for you guys. Sorry we didn't go live, but it's obviously here for you to consume. Uh, drive safely to the women's game tonight. 
See you at Hilton on Saturday. See you at Hilton all day on Saturday. The noon tip for the women and then the men, five. That's good that they punch them right together, too. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's better than like a 12 and a 7. No I like doubt. the 12 one, and a 5. One other quick announcement on my end. Yes, what um, do we have? The, the Cyclone Fanatic We Will recruiting party tickets yes. are on sale. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know we were already yep, on they're sale. On, they're on sale. Um, go to wewillcollective.com. I think that's on Wednesday, February 7th. And yes. it is going to be an all-timer. Do now, we have any basketball games that night? Road no, games? Nothing. Okay. Made, the schedule is clear. It's at Toast and Ankeny. Chris, we raised the price a little bit this year. Good. I just know there's some, probably some sticker shock for some people, but let me tell you what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a meal made by the same group that does the Iowa State football recruits meals. So you're talking super, super caviar. fun. It's not quite caviar, but it's you're not going to go away hungry. Um, swag bag, drink tickets. <laughs> Veal. The auction items and the raffle items that everyone's going to have a chance to win are incredible. So... It, not to mention, it does help the uh, the Rocco Beck Fund. Does it keep Milan Mamchilla Beach? Definitely, it all goes together, everybody. So, and tickets are tickets are uh, two hundred fifty dollars per person. If you're interested in sponsoring the event, there's some opportunities as well. Please reach out to me. And again, you're telling me that. all these years I was doing this recruiting party, I could have been charging two hundred fifty dollars a head. Hey, I I'm a little nervous. We're not going to sell it out. It doesn't matter. But I you hope have people, to. I, we got to sell it out, everybody. We have three hundred. We had three hundred tickets available. So would love to have. Uh, you're, you're not going to regret it. We're going to have twenty or so Iowa State football players. The entire coaching staff is going to be there, and a few surprises. Okay. Wewillcollective.com. That sounds great. Thank you. We'll be tipping that thing off, trying to sell that out for you here yes. in the next month. All right, uh, fun weekend coming up. Thank you, Bloom. Thank I you. appreciate it. Uh, thanks to Aiden for producing this bad boy. Uh, MacDyne, of course, is our presenting sponsor here each and every Sunday and Wednesday with Williams and Bloom on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We will be back on Sunday night. Later, and be safe on your way to Hilton.